welcome to episode 131. If you've been to Trader Joe's in the last couple weeks, you know that there's been quite a lot going on, a lot of change. It's funny, it's fall now in Los Angeles and it really feels like fall. And I think a lot of that has to do with Trader Joe's. I walked into Trader Joe's actually just last night. I was at the home base, which is our Pasadena chapter. Did you see the pumpkin, Steve? I did, yeah. Fall's my favorite season, Steve. How about yours? I don't know. It's tough because I like all the seasons, really. Yes. For me, there's a little bit of a melancholy associated with the change of seasons. It was like just yesterday I was tapping those watermelon and it's like... I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the specialty items are related to pumpkin. And don't get me wrong, I love pumpkin. But, you know, I also loved a little bit of that tropical rhythm that we were talking about last week. Well, you know, Steve, like these soft traumas that occur in the Trader Joe's universe, when you go from season to season, I do feel that trauma, Trader Joe's, they move on from their carne asada autentica, which is kind of a summer treat that they have there. It does break my heart. And at the same time, I don't want to be too rhapsodic about it. You know, I want to kind of move on and see what's next. Um, You know, whether it's the Al Pastor that they might have coming in for the fall. Uh I don't know, Steve, are you more of a asada person or are you a pastor person? That's kind of the one thing I've always been curious about you, Steve. You know, that's so funny because I really feel like you can really separate people into those two categories. The carne asada person is a little more conservative. Mm. They have their pants on with a belt and they are walking with a certain poise, you know, maybe a certain (laughs) sort of traditional Mm. mindset. And then you got the al pastor folks who are really letting their hair down. You know, they're able to enjoy Mm. this fattier meat that's coming from a pig. Yeah. So they're maybe a little looser. So I am definitely ambidextrous, a little bit bi-curious, but I would Mm. say I'm a carne asada guy through and through. I just like that order, that structure. And we all have a little bit of al pastor in us, you know, that side of our personality. You know, I'm actually more of an al pastor guy myself, Steve. I wear flannels. I roll up my sleeves. If I'm feeling a little loosey goosey and maybe I've had a few drinks I will order the al pastor and I'll maybe even enjoy it more than the carne asada but you know I think that chemistry that we have is really why people have tuned in over the years to this podcast those two energies Mm. are the yin and yang of life it's kind of fun to live in a world where carne asada and al pastor can kind of coexist you're right I feel like that doesn't happen in a lot of different places in the world It's a good point. I was mentioning my Middle Eastern heritage earlier, and Mm. true story, Al Pastor, you won't find that anywhere in the Levant. You won't find it from North Africa all the way to Southern Asia. Oh, man. The Al Pastor is haram. It's kind of a sad state of affairs when you can't have Al Pastor in your life. It makes you appreciate much more United States that we can engage in Al Pastor here. Or carne asada. It's really up to you. And that's the beauty of Trader Joe's, too right Steve I mean they engage in all different types of uh, cuisine from around the world and they coexist um, under the American umbrella of course but it's fun so you know I was in Trader Joe's last week and I was 
just feeling and noticing this fall season, mm-hmm. it kind of puts you into this different headspace, and it's definitely a little more thoughtful, a little more melancholy. And the last episode, I was urging the listeners to just be present of their experience in Trader Joe's. You know, I would kind of say if some of the pain of losing some of the seasonal items from the summer comes up, just feel that as you make your way through Trader Joe's and you know don't dwell on it but at the same time don't push it away don't act like you know it's fine that the Earl Grey tea that I had grown attached to is now out the door because there is a pumpkin tea or something and it's like I mean pumpkins are okay there's kind of a novelty food at the same time I don't want to eat pumpkins half the store is now filled with pumpkins. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got a little riled mm-hmm. up there. And Well, Steve, I appreciate your passion and I love listening to you um, rail on Trader Joe's from time to time because this is such a Trader Joe's love fest that uh, sometimes we forget that Trader Joe's is human too, right? So they have flaws like us. Right. You know, when Dan Bain, who's the chairman and CEO right now of TJ's, he goes ahead and does this power move where he removes the Jojo's biscotti in favor of the pumpkin biscotti. He is essentially telling you, you need to enjoy this pumpkin biscotti and that's it. Like I said, that's a power move uh, on Dan Bain's part. And for you to be vocal against Dan Bain, that is American. If Dan Bain wants to correct this, he can. He just needs to move fast. I've never met Dan. Um, I've talked to people who know him and they say he's delightful in person. And I'm open to, you know, giving him his two cents and giving him his word. And we've invited him on the podcast. Several times. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, yeah, Dan needs to hear this. And, um, you know, if he doesn't respond to our emails, then we will be vocal about this. Uh, We love Trader Joe's uh, as much as the next person and as much as Dan does too, I would imagine. Dan, you know, our arms are wide open if you want to come on the podcast and kind of talk about some of these grievances that we have, mainly the overuse of pumpkin in the fall season or pulling the rug out from under us on some of these products that we've fallen in love with. Steve, you brought up the pumpkins and the one in SoPass, uh, South Pasadena. If you go out in front of that store, it is a a mess it is just overflowing with pumpkins some of the pumpkins are falling out of the boxes they're rolling down the streets that is disgusting i banged my shin on a pumpkin the other day as i was trying to get into the trader joe's people should not have to worry about their life when they're entering a trader joe's because it's a mess it, the- it's a mess and you're right it's silly it's stupid but it's also serious Right in front of the new items rack, which is in my Trader Joe's, it's about eight feet high. I did a quick take and I saw, okay, it's full of pumpkin. I get the drill. It's just like last year. And then I turned and one of the items at the top of the stand, the pumpkin coffee, it just fell off the stand, Mm -hmm. hit me right in the arm. And now I have a bruise on my shoulder because they had overpacked the stand with too many pumpkin products. One item just fell out and bruised my shoulder and arm. Someone in Trader Joe's headquarters is too excited about pumpkin and nobody is putting the kibosh. And that somebody who should be putting the kibosh on that is CEO Dan Bain. 
So shame on you, Bane. But at the same time, um, we are here with open arms and we are willing to work with you to solve this pumpkin crisis that's been going on in the SOPAS chapter. Okay, you can have some pumpkin. That's fine. But you don't need to take the whole new items rack and replace it with an overfilled amount of pumpkin products. Anyway, it pisses me off. <laughs> it does. It pisses me off. And I hate to use that language in the pod. It, I should say it bothers me. Um, the Fearless Flyer, there's been a lot of radio silence with them lately. I'm a little disappointed with that because the Fearless Flyer has kind of been a checks and balances. John Shields, who was one of the forefathers of Trader Joe's, that's why he put in these checks and balances. Uh, the Fearless Flyer needs to really step up and start to take accountability because if not then we're gonna have another pumpkin crisis or we are gonna have another situation with you steve where that coffee falls and hits you on your shoulder and god forbid like might even give you a black eye next time i'm so happy to hear that you're doing okay though after that experience. well i do have a bruise it hurt quite a bit i went into my local urgent care it didn't feel like an er visit the bruise was it was kind of purplish for it was like a light purple for a few days did you have to pay a copay or anything with that urgent care yeah well it cost about 1700 i think mm. i didn't have mm. coverage for that i didn't feel like i could risk it it's been a little bit of a conflict with my wife because she felt like i was making a big deal about nothing mm. and Maybe I was, right? Um, maybe I was making a big deal about nothing, but to me it was something. So, um, Yeah, I mean, if you guys, if anyone wants to donate any funds to TJJ's to cover some of uh, Stephen's medical bills uh, that occurred as a result of this tragedy that happened at the SOPAS chapter, please email us. Um, you can PayPal us. God, thank you so much, Mark. No, that means it needs to be said. Yeah, absolutely. It means a lot to me. It does. Uh, yeah, please. Um, you know, we're in this together. I took the bandaid off yesterday and, and it's really healed fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the bills are still there. You know, anything I can do that isn't monetarily susceptible to me because I don't have too much money, but I can, I'm certified in Thai massage. So if you need, I, I can massage the wound. But yeah, please Venmo, PayPal, um, every little bit counts, guys. And I understand people, I can't pay, you know, $100, even $50, but $5, you know, it's like everyone can afford $5. $5 is like, like a Starbucks coffee, you know? Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's a dark time right now for Trader Joe's. Be careful when you're when you're reaching for those hold the cone ice cream cones that they have there because that freezer section can be a little dicey and you don't want to get frostbite. I had kind of a fun encounter with a Trader Joe's worker. It was the highlight of my week. Oh, wow. This mm -hmm. cashier gal was particularly friendly. She commented about my elote corn chip dippers, oh, wow. which is just kind of a Frito with a Mexican spice called elote. You know, it was just kind of one of those interchanges where we both really appreciated these chips. And I do a taco salad, which involves crumbling up chips and beans and some lime and olive oil and all of these taco salad ingredients. Anyway. Wow. Mm, yeah, it's, good. it's great. 
the Cortijo cheese is another mm. recommendation. Send me an email, talkingtraderjoes at gmail.com if you'd like that full recipe and I will gladly give it to you. Hmm. Anyway, so I was chatting with this young gal and as we were talking, uh, I think I asked her how her day was going and she kind of winced at me. She kind of had a funny look in her face and I said, what? And she said, I recognize that voice. And I couldn't do anything but smile because this was really the first time I had been recognized at a Joe's by a cashier. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, the whole flavor of the conversation got even warmer after that. We ended up exchanging a hug. It just reminded me of this great community that we've built together, Mark. It's like that feeling right after church, you know, where you just share that connection. And I know we share that connection and we also share it with the thousands of listeners who have downloaded the podcast, who have emailed us, who have participated in our social media. And even though the forums get a little spicy sometimes, I think there's still underlying that just mm. some love that emanates from Trader Joe's you know, regardless of who the CEO is. You know, shopping at Trader Joe's is almost like, it's a very religious experience. I was gonna say it's almost like talking to God, but that would be a little bit blasphemous to be met at the cashier's section uh, with that type of embrace. That is euphoria in the purest sense. It sounds like you might've gone up another level, Steve, in that encounter. I'm not going to claim number five status. And I think anybody who does, you should be a little bit skeptical of because no one is consistently a five. Mm. Everyone's a human and everyone's dipping down periodically. But it was a beautiful moment. And I will say in that interchange, it reminded me of everything I love about being a human being and Trader Joe's. You mentioned it might be blasphemous to sort of experience God in Trader Joe's. And I would say, you know, God is not up in the clouds. God can be found everywhere. You know, he's alive in those chicken enchiladas. His spirit lives inside those mini beef tacos that we love so much. And it's a beautiful thing. This fall, if you find yourself at a Trader Joe's with those mini beef tacos in your hand, and you find yourself weeping, you know, let those tears fall. Thanks, guys. This episode offered for your consideration 2019 Emmy Award for Best Spoken Word Album or Audiobook.